Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, I started and finished the Lovecraft Country series. Let me tell y'all something. That was excellent. Hopefully, there's more to come, more seasons to come. But shout out to Misha Green, the executive producer, um, also, J.J. Abrams, Jordan Peele, Jan Demange, David Noller, um, Bill Carrado, Ben Stephenson, Daniel Sackham. Um, listen, oh my God. And shout out to Journey Smollett and Jonathan Majors. Listen, all of them. Ajayan Ellis, uh, Courtney B. Vance. Uh, Umani Mosaku, a- a- Abby Lee, Jamie Chung, Jada Harris, Michael K. Williams. And shout out to Raphael Sadiq. You know, he threw some music up in there on us, right? So anyway, uh, let me tell y'all at first. Okay, the first episode scared the bejesus out of me. And I was like, what I'm not going to do is... Look at this um, scary movie. I'm not a scary movie type person. I startle very easily. (laughs) So I'm not really into stuff like that. But let me tell y'all, the storyline took a hold of me. And it gave me pause. And I had to watch it. After I got through with the second episode, I just like, you just have to keep following it. And you, like they say, you can't be on your phone. You can't be on Instagram. You like have to watch um, the show because you'll miss some of the um, nuggets that are inside. And so like one of the nuggets, if you've watched it, is the um, Jackie Robinson, um, where you see him early on. And then you see in the latter part uh, where Atticus goes and saves basically his dad. So, but it wasn't Atticus. It was his his uncle, his daddy uncle, can we say? Because <laughs> it might have been his daddy. Um, oh, it's so good, y'all. Um, some of the other things that um, I loved in the movie was um, that it talked about um, and it showed, it didn't just talk about it, it showed this unbreakable family tie. Like, even though Atticus and his dad had this tumultuous relationship, Atticus still came back when his dad wrote him, right? And that's how it all begins. But it also talks about the relationship that Atticus has with his uncle. And then it shows the relationship of, um, um, Journey Smollett, who plays, um, oh God, what's, I forgot her name, um, but her relationship with her sister and their relationship with their mother. So it talks about all of this family stuff and craziness, and it just make you think, you know, sometimes you're crazy, your family is just batshit crazy, it just, some members in your family are just off the chain, but you're bound by blood. And you're bound um, by your ancestors, you know? Um, And, oh, that, talk about the ancestors. Oh, 
It's so much, y'all. It is so much. Those ancestors came in and <clears throat> I love that it was the women. Like when you go get your DNA as African-Americans, they usually say um, the best way that we can track your DNA is through your mother's line. And so we saw Atticus's um, ancestors come in, his mother, his grandmother, his great-grandmother. We saw that come in uh, full um, circle. We saw the Tulsa uh, um, massacre basically um, being played out. Whew, it was so much. Listen, it's more than just about a horror show. It shows the mysticism that African-Americans have that they brought from their uh, motherland um, mixed with this, you know, religion. So when we got over here, we couldn't practice what we were used to practicing. Um, but then you see in the movie how it, how the white man stole our magic and made it into his own magic. And it was so interesting um, that the it, it was all for the white male, right? And not even his daughter had access, right? She could be around her dad. She could help her dad. But she didn't have any power or any access um, to what he had access to. And I thought that was interesting um, that she kept saying she wanted to do this for the women, but truth be told, she wanted it for herself and it probably wouldn't have benefited anyone, but the white women, it definitely wouldn't have benefited the black woman, in my opinion. Um, I'm telling y'all, it's, it's a lot in there. Um, it showed the strength that we have when Atticus's dad, um, knew that Atticus's life would have to be sacrificed. And he was like, nope, this is it. That's enough. We don't need to do all this. And Atticus is like, man, all this we didn't been through. Come on. This is bigger than me. This is about our people. This is bigger than us. And that is powerful within itself because we have to tell ourselves and our children have to realize that some things that we tell them to do, some things that we share with them, um, is bigger than them. Like, and I'm gonna give you an example. Like, um, back in the day, you know, your name was all you had, you know? And so you're, when you thought about messing up, you should have thought about your name, especially as a male. You're carrying that name of your father and your father's father. Um, and so it's important that whatever you do, remember whose name you're carrying in the process of doing whatever you're doing. And hopefully you're doing that which is good and not that which is evil. Whew, that's a whole nother aspect of the show. Um, so... Ancestry was big, and it's something we need to think about um, as black people, as our ancestors. You know, even though we may not have known all of them, we have some attributes and some characteristics of them. And um, it was interesting that Journey Smollett's uh, character, her sister was like basically telling her, you're just like your mom. But she didn't see it. She didn't see that she was like her mom. And a lot of times in our lives, we don't see that we're like our 
relatives, our ancestors, and how we have those characteristics, those personality traits and stuff. And, um, you know, like like women say, oh, you just like your daddy. You, you know what I mean? People say that. And sometimes that needs to be better explained down the line so that we understand that maybe that's not a good thing. And maybe we can make some midlife turns and, you know, and make the right, um, make our, my life, make the right decision to go <laughs> a different route. Um, so that was really, really interesting. I love how they talked about, um, and, and showed, I think the fact, oh, one of my favorite parts is the fact that they showed reading. This was a a huge thing back in the day. Everybody read and we read everything. And one of my favorite uh, um, scenes was um, Atticus and, is her name Judy? I think Journey's name was Judy in the show. Anyway, she, they were talking um, in the library and she was, they were loud. And there was a little black boy, it was like, shh. And he was trying to read and they kept making noise. And he got up from his spot and went somewhere else with with a little eye roll. And I was like, yes. But there were books everywhere. Um, Courtney B. Vance, who played Atticus's uh, uncle slash possibly dad, (laughs) um, was this huge reader, which makes you believe that, yes, that could be his dad because he was really into reading. But also, so was his uh, his dad. Michael Williams. And so you had all this reading going on. You had science in play. Um, his aunt was um, it really into science. Like it was this whole nerd thing going on, but it was really cool. And like his little cousin was this um, cartoon uh, artist and storyteller. And it was just mind blowing how they brought all of that out. Um, how they brought out some of the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom type stuff out, you know, where they, um, Atticus and, um, 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 what's her name? Um, Smullett had to go and her, and his dad had to go, um, and get this, um, scroll and how that, once they got on that wood, that wood started, Um, It looked like termites. It started disintegrating. And um, so that was interesting and scary. Child, I was holding my breath and trying to peek out of one eye to make sure they made it. And uh, it was was a lot. But I love, it was so much I loved. I love how they brought it in. So it was in the 50s. They had some 60s Jim Crow in it. Um, um, But I love how... um, the white man didn't get away. <laughs> he did not get away. I love how they had um, Journey um, outside of her house. She bought this house in uh, North Chicago and where it was not predominantly white neighborhood. And she made it a boarding house. And the white people didn't like it. So they come and park their cars outside, put these bricks on the horns and just let the horn go on and on. And she came out there. She came out there with some Beyonce lemonade. And got that bat, baby. <laughs> oh my God, it was so good. It was so good, you guys. Um, 
They had monsters in there. And then somebody asked uh, the question to one of the writers on one of the YouTube, was the uh, monster that was in the end, the darker skinned monster, as he called it, the darker skinned monster, was that George? Was that um, Atticus's uncle who uh, helped his cousin out? Because George's daughter had got her arm mauled or whatever, and it was no longer working, and she she was left-handed, and she was a left-handed artist. And in the end, you see that she has this bionic uh, arm, and uh, she takes out the white lady for good. And I was like, but then, she, but she had the help of that uh, monster to help her. And so, and because throughout the movie, the monsters attacked everybody. They lied out of everybody until this one came along. Um, whew. Let me tell y'all, um, one of the other things it, it taught us was not to get fixated on time. Time is always moving. So it's it, it's not beneficial for us to get stuck somewhere, you know. And sometimes we do get stuck in time about an incident, whether it's traumatizing or um, something we, we're trying to figure out. And we get stuck there and we get stuck that we can't move on, you know? And so when we get stuck, we have to, you know, bring ourselves back to the present. Knowing that time doesn't stop, it keeps going and it goes and it goes, you know? Um, and so we don't want to cripple ourselves by being stuck in this part of time, whether it's in the 50s or when, you know, somebody did you wrong, somebody said something about you, uh, this thing happened to you, this thing happened uh, towards your relatives. Like, don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck there. Be determined with all that you have within you. Bring it up from your soul, your ancestors. Call on all of them to help you get out of that place of stuckness. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. But we have to make sure we get out of that. You know, a lot of times uh, some blacks will say about other blacks, like, you want to blame everything on slavery. And I get what they're saying, but at the same time, you can't negate that slavery happened, you know, and that it did something. It took out a lot of our ancestors. And so, um, you, you, but you don't want to get stuck in being a victim either. Um, you want to end up being that superhero that you were designed to be, that you were made to be. Your ancestors are ready, you know, and waiting to take you to that next level. Uh, but some things we have to let go. And I'm not telling people to let go of slavery. It happened. I want. My, I still want my 40 acres in the mule. In fact, I'm still hopeful I'll get it. <laughs> um, but things that hold us back and keep us from growing and moving forward, that's the stuff we have to let go. We got to dig deep, go, go back, you know, get into the soul of the matter and uh, release um, ourselves from some of those things. Um, because time doesn't stop. It doesn't wait for anyone. Um, it just keeps going on and on and on. Um, okay. This is something y'all I'm scary. I'm going to tell you right point blank period. I'm scary. So when they left the little girl in the car and she was sitting in there reading with that flashlight and then she heard something, child almost jumped out the bed. First of all, I'm going with y'all. <laughs> Ain't nobody finna leave me in the car. Okay. But I get it. 
But child, I was like, they left that baby in the car. Lord Jesus, why would they do that? Sometimes that's a place of protection. And in the end, that was a, a, the place that she needed to be uh, to make the end happen. And so, um, but it, but when I saw it, I was like, nah, bro, uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't about to be in, a, in these, first of all, the woods. What? Uh-uh. I know my ancestors tread through the woods from Mississippi up to the Midwest and to the north and to the east trying to get out of the south. And they had to go through some stuff. Thank God it was not me. But I, you know, when your life depends on some things, you do things a little different, you know. And so um, it's just, you know, it's interesting how they how they showed you how we've suffered and suffered so much trauma, so much um, injustice, and yet we keep moving. We still out there fighting. We still out there trying to get our just due. Um, and so I'll say this, we got to trust the young. We got to trust the young. Because, listen, with the wisdom of the old and the strength of the young, that's that's the reason um, they separated us. You know, when somebody can tell you, when your ancestors can pass down something to you, and you have the strength to make it happen, that's a game changer. That is a game changer. And so we got to make sure, as elders, we trust the young, we protect the young. Because if you protect the young... The young in in uh, um, uh, the young will not only protect you, but will hold on to all that you've taught them, and they will ensure that you live a long and prosperous life. So we got to make sure we protect the young, and listen, older people, keep spitting that knowledge, keep giving it to us any way you can give it to us, you know. Um, it's, and again, it's not too late. Write it down. Put it in a book. If you can't write, your eyesight is bad, speak it into a recording and make a, a, make a recording of it so we can have it. If you, can, if you can't pass it down to your, um, your relatives, you know what I mean? Like, and you got to help one another. Um, we got to help one another and pass it down. We can't, um, we can't tear one another down. We got to be there working together, you know, weaving and bobbing and, you know, sowing, sowing seeds of goodness and sowing seeds of uh, knowledge so that the young will have the knowledge along with the strength to make the right decisions. Because, um, again, times, it, it doesn't wait on anyone. Um and we need to take back some of the things that were stolen from us. So in this series, it talks about the mysticism and the magic that was that we came over to America with and how the white man stole it and used it for his good and his evil. And so our ancestors help us take that back. We got to, you know, stop thinking that all the things that our people did back in the motherland as far as... Um, witchcraft, that's what they call it, witchcraft. They try to make it seem like it's um, evil and things like that. Um, but think about this. If you're a Christian, you are drinking the blood of Christ 
and eating the body. I'm just going to leave that there for y'all to think about that. I know it's symbolic, but still. (laughs) So we got to take back that which belongs to us and stop giving away the family secrets. Okay? Listen, keep the rap game the black game. Keep the R&B in the family. Okay? Keep that which is ours in our family. Because if you don't, it'll be in the hands of somebody who won't take care of it. And so this movie brought out a lot uh, of things for me to even think about, um, to share, you know. And I would just, I, oh my God, I ended up loving this and I can't wait. It's almost like, you know, those of us who watch Game of Thrones and we couldn't wait for the next series. I'm there with Lovecraft right now because I know there's so much more. And the writers are in there. The writers doing some things. Listen, Misha Green is a sister. (laughs) Misha, Misha, thank you, girl. Thank you for picking up that novel that Matt Ruff had and uh, turning it into this awesome series, you know. Um, Thank you for reaching out to those um, writers who could help bring this thing into fruition. I mean, it is a beautiful story. If you can get past some things, I'm going to tell you what I, this is something I didn't like. (sighs) And this might make some of y'all mad, but okay. It don't make no, never mind. Y'all know how I go. What I did not like in the movie and I got, I got that they were trying to tell the story, but this could have been left out the movie and the movie still would have been, I mean, out of the series, and it still would have been great. The sexual, uh, the sex part that comes in there. Um, so there's a scene where there are, um, what is his name? Um, Michael Williams, Michael K. Williams, I think that's his name. His role, so his role is he's suppressing the fact that he's gay. Um, but he comes out in it, but, um, it shows a scene where he's been dating this guy and they've been together since he was a little kid. Like they've been in each other's lives secretly since he was a little kid. Um, when he denounced him during Tulsa. Okay. Um, and, but they show this scene where he aggressively takes him and does whatever he will with him. Um, I could have done without that because why? Um, because the, the there's another scene where he accepts himself in this um, drag queen bar where they're dressed up and he they embrace him and he embraces who he is. You know, I can deal with that. The sex part, because not only that, I don't need to see Atticus and um, his woman get it on. I don't I want it to go back to the time where. uh the lights went out. You knew what was going on and everybody woke up smoking a cigarette or they woke up making breakfast in the kitchen the next morning. How about that? The story can still be great without the sexual tone to it. You can still tell a great story without, because let me tell you what I saw. I didn't see a beautiful love portrayed in a sexual manner. I saw an aggressive act of sex that was portrayed. Um, and I think if you're going to add that in, 
show some beautifulness of it and not the aggressive, I'm going to um, work out all my anger uh, on you and through you. Um, because we know that when we have sex with people, we have soul ties. Y'all heard me. Y'all, y'all didn't see. Some of y'all didn't heard about no more sheets. Juanita buying them. But anyway, listen, out of everything, that's the only thing I could have did without. I probably could have done without the monsters, but I got it. I get it that it came out of a, a, a story with some mysticisms, but it also shows uh, some science um, that how powerful science can be. Um, but it was all in all, probably one of the greatest things I've seen on television. It, it captured me and kept me. There was enough action for the average person who loves action. There was enough, um, love of family, of one another, of race, um, there was enough of everything. Oh, I forgot this part. And the part, ooh, child, let me tell y'all, they did some things. And I know Jordan Peele probably came up with this. This is his, this is his thing, because he can make stuff look real crazy. When the, um, when the sister, the dark-skinned sister, this is Journey's uh, sister, um, she wants this job at Marshall Fields. And then when, by the time she get there to get the job, um, there's another young black sister there. So she, you know, she, but she really wants this. And so, um, she's drowning her sorrows in liquor. And then this white man comes up, the blue eyed devil, Farrakhan wasn't wrong, um, comes in, seduces her and tells her, you can have whatever you want. And so she ends up sleeping with this white man. And then he ends up giving her the magic to make herself white. So she turns into this little white woman and uh, so she could see what it's like. And and the first time it's like, okay, I'm chilling and all this. And he's like, I noticed you took the potion, but you left the money. He had left a, a bundle of money on the thing. And she said, I didn't need the money. I enjoyed it just like it was. He said, and then the blue eyed devil, here we go again. He says, the, um, the intention is you can do and be whatever you want to be. You don't have to just, you know, do, you can be white. And then you see the different instances when she turns back black and that white skin peel off of her. Ooh, child, that's the nasty part. Ooh. I was like, ooh, Jordan, Jordan, I know that's you. Anyway, y'all, watch it. Even if you're scared, I watched it during the day. And then I finished it at night, but I was with my husband, so I wasn't as scared. Um, <laughs> but... It is really good. Uh, there's so much in it. You probably will see something totally different than I saw. Um, but let's support this uh, series. Uh, the series is on HBO. Uh, y'all know how we do share your HBO uh, with other folks if you can. Uh, but it's really good. It's really good. It's thought provoking. It's energizing. It gives me strength. Um, it'll give you that that strength that you need as an older person, uh, or, or that wisdom that you need, uh, that, that the 
I'm sorry, the strength you need as a younger person and the wisdom you need as an older person. Listen, we have got to be here for one another. We've got to support one another. We've got to hold on to one another and 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 be there when the other one like when when you're old you lose your strength, but when you're young you don't know nothing, you know. So when you put the two together, my God, it's a force to be reckoned with. So um my husband and I enjoyed this. I hope you will. Shout out to Elytris for uh, putting me on to it. I didn't think I was going to like it. If you've uh, started it, Charmaine, girl, finish it up. If you start it, finish it. Finish it in bits and pieces. But make sure you ain't on your phone. Mess with nobody. Ain't nobody messing with you. It really is a good series. And there's a lot of uh, what one of the writers call uh, some Easter eggs. I call them nuggets. She said there's a lot of little Easter eggs in them. So um, we saw Tulsa. We saw Jackie Robinson. We saw, you know, it's a lot we saw. We saw the Jim Crow. <sighs> we saw the life is 50s. We saw uh, where they didn't want us to live in their neighborhoods, white people. But we said no. We fall back. We saw some lemonade, uh, Beyonce up in there tearing up the <laughs> ooh, the neighborhood. I love it. Um, and we saw when we get together and we party and have a good time, um, just, it feels like family, you know? And so we have to be there for one another, support one another. You may not support every, uh, organization, but support somebody that look like you. Okay. And listen, as I always say, don't go around hurt nobody, not even yourself. Don't get stuck in time. Move forward. This is Miss Ruff signing out for The Rough Life.